But nonetheless, I do understand. Thumbs up, Amandla. Is Dr. Gideon on? Excellent. Geologist, Dr. Gideon Clarence. Gideon, Gideon in Clarence, I beg your pardon. Dr. Gideon Grunewald. Otherwise, I hope you are not underground. Doc, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Dr. Gideon Grunewald. Good evening. I'm glad I could find you again on the news here. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Help us make sense, please, from a geological perspective or even from a meteorological perspective. Exactly what's happening in Japan. Just literally give us a factual account and, and perhaps even educate us what 7.5 on the Richter scale means before we really start getting into a, a conversation on geography and plate tectonics and such related activity that causes these natural phenomena, which are very destructive. I think uh, it, it's very important that everybody understands that the Earth consists of plates. Uh, the, the crust of the Earth is uh, broken into plates. Now, that is very interesting. In my time as a student in 1972, that was still a, a theory. And when I finished my studies in 1978, it was now a proven fact that the Earth uh, consists of these plates that move. And Japan lies on what is known as the Ring of Fire, which means it's a zone in the, uh, around the Earth where a lot of cracking is happening on a big part of the Pacific Plate, where this Pacific Plate meets all the other continents. And unfortunately for poor Japan, they are lying on a, on a site where many of these plates are now uh, connecting. And I just looked at exactly where this earthquake happened. And it's not actually on the eastern side of Japan. It's on the western side where it borders with uh, China. On the Eurasian so Plate. Yeah, so it actually is a very interesting earthquake that we are looking at, and that is why we see there were six earthquakes in concession without, uh, within an hour, six-hour period. So very, very serious earth movements there in Japan at the moment. You talk about the fact that Japan is in the ring of fire. There's the Eurasian plate where Japan, at least by geography, is located. But just off the east coast, you have the Philipp sort of southeast coast, you have the Philippines plate or the Philippine plate. And properly on the east coast of it, you have the Pacific plate. Now, there essentially are three plates that are meeting, and the closest landmass there, as you say, is Japan, the Ring of Fire. Educate us on plate tectonics and the activity that happens underground that manifests in these increased waves and the destruction that we see on cracked crusts on Earth. Okay, I, I think to start with, the Earth, for those of us who did some geography, uh, let's, let's make it very simple. The Earth is consisting of a uh, kind of a ball-like structure that has got a 2,800-kilometer semi-molten zone around the whole of the Earth, inside the Earth. And the Earth's crust is uh, between 0 and 64 kilometers thick on which we can live. Uh, so that's the hard part of the crust. And these plates move either laterally along each other, some of them dipping in underneath each other. And then uh, in the case, for instance, in the Himalayas, the two plates of, of India and Eurasia are crashing against each other, pushing the Himalaya mountains into the sky. Uh, so in the case of Japan, 
We have a subduction where the one plate goes in underneath the other and also sliding past some of these. So we don't have a Himalaya range there. We actually have a trench in the, in the ocean, a deep part of the ocean, where these plates are then all the time moving against one another or in and underneath the other. So when plates move underneath one another, you get volcanic activity associated. And when they just move past one another, like in St. Andreas in the USA, we have serious uh, earthquakes, but no volcanic activity associated. So uh, in other places, like in Africa, where the Horn of Africa in Somalia is breaking away from Africa, there we have an opening of the earth and also serious volcanic activity. So there's a whole lot of very interesting geographical things that happens with plate tectonics. All of which have serious consequence for humanity. In the context of what now is a very front and center political conversation, not just an economic and environmental conversation, climate change, could any of these activities and plate activities be attributed in part or at all to climate change? Uh, no, the other way around. Uh, climate change is actually caused by these by these movements. Uh -huh. So if we if we look at what is happening in Iceland at the moment, the uh, the plates are opening up, and there's some serious increases in in volcanic activity in Iceland. I just heard last week of an entire city where people need to move away from very, very uh, poisonous gases coming out of volcanoes in Iceland now. And that is causing climate change. So it's not because of climate change that the, that the plates are moving. The plates are causing climate change. That's an important point to make. I mean, I'm looking at the fact that Iceland sits quite literally where the Caribbean plate or the North American plate meets the Eurasian plate. So from what you've just said, it doesn't sound like it is in the realm of impossibilities if Iceland were to be cracked and become two separate islands, given the fact that they are also, in the proverbial sense, on the line of fire. Yeah, exactly. Now, the, you know, the, the interesting thing is that we're looking at time spans in geology of millions of years. We are just as a human, uh, uh, you know, uh, just by chance, you and I am living in a time when these things are active. And if we look at the history of Japan, the last very, very serious earthquake was exactly 100 years ago, on the dot. And uh, so we're wow. looking at 100-year cycles, and that is why these serious uh, volcanic activities, earthquakes, happen outside the normal uh, time span of human beings. So we either don't believe our, our ancestors that these things do happen, uh, or we are just simply not informed enough to know that cyclic activity is part of life and, and a part of the movement of the Earth throughout all history. And an important point for us, um, just to localize the conversation, is that as South Africa, we are largely speaking safe. Safe in the sense that the African plate is pretty large. If I'm looking at the construct of the plate, it's quite well into the Pacific Ocean, well into the Atlantic, I mean, well into the... Atlantic Ocean, well into the Indian Ocean, as well as the Southern Ocean. In other words, we are relatively sheltered, open, close quote, from plate tectonic activity. That is not to say, of course, we might not be affected, as recently we have felt tremors. Yeah, I, th I think uh, South Africans must just realize that the Horn of Africa is very active at the moment. It is moving seven, seven 
millimeters per year. Now, if you take seven millimeters per year times 10 years, you get to uh, seven centimeters. By 100 years, 17 centimeters. That's a meter of movement in a lifetime of a human being. That Somali is opening up all the way to Mozambique, up to Maun in Botswana, and into Joburg. So uh, I, I don't think we must be rest too restful that we are not going to be affected by plate tectonics in the next 100 years of our lives. I suppose with that knowledge being available, what can a government or what can a regional body do to perhaps mitigate the potential impact of that? Because I think preparation would certainly help, however much that preparation may in fact play out, because you are still at the mercy of the elements. Is there anything preventative that is that can be done? I think, uh, first of all, education, uh, you know, uh, speak the languages, tell the people, and do what Japan is doing, uh, build buildings that can withstand these earthquakes. And unfortunately, you know, if you're in the wrong place in the wrong time with an earthquake, uh, that is like, uh, you know, uh, just unfortunately being kicked by a horse that you that you normally find a friend. And, and that, is, that is what earthquakes do. It, it's very sad, but that is reality. Very much so, a reality. Professor Gideon Gunnewald, thank you so, so much for your time. I didn't ask this question very quickly, please. Richter's scale, educate us on that. Who was Richter, what did he come up with, and why is a scale named after him? Well, uh, it was somebody who realized that the, that the scale of movement of the Earth is too big to, to have a normal uh, kind of a one-to-one scale. Mm-hmm. So what he did was to use a, a logarithmic scale, which means you every one that you move up is, is 10 times more than the other. <clears throat> so if an, if an earthquake is uh, at five on the Richter scale, and it gets to seven on the Richter scale, then that earthquake, the number seven earthquake, is 200 times more severe than the five. Fantastic. I do have a quick call, and I hope with your indulgence we can go to Vuyiswa, Mam Vuyiswa in Parktown North. Stay on the line, please, Doc. Mam Vuy, good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening. Thank you, sir. Thanks. Compliment. Indeed. Indeed, Mam uh, You know what these experts don't tell us uh, is that they, 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 they are human beings whom I think the professor knows. Uh, uh, you know, in the form of archaeologists, scientists, and what have you, they are disturbing Mother Nature. They are digging and digging. Last week, I was, uh, bro- uh, was uh, my attention was brought through the crack that is happening right now. So some of the things that he's talking about in Zambia, you know, because at first they had reported that Seychelles, Burundi, and 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 Kenya will will be separated from the continent because of these uh, phenomena that are men created. And hence, I say, these uh, climate change conferences are just a texture. It's not going to help because you have to stop disturbing Mother Nature. This digging and digging and digging and digging. For instance, when I was working in the Middle East in Qatar, you could see. Uh, powerful countries, military power, uh, you know, taking their nuclear waste that they kept in Saudi Arabia, they, they're taking it into Qatar and those Gulf states. That alone is a, is corruption, and that alone is wrong, because it happened, it's been done by a certain group of people who came to know better, and actually they, they think they own. But Mother Nature right now is fighting for herself. 
And hence, there will be a lot of casualties, I think the professor knows, because of this whole thing that their people are doing it. And when uh, the experts come there, Songhez, or then they talk about this and that, that they know, you know. But the fact is that we know on the ground that uh, they are disturbing Mother Nature. They are, they, they, they are abusing Mother Nature. Hence, she's not going to just stay like that. She's going to fight for herself. Now, when these uh, uh, two uh, fighting fights, uh, you know, coincide, then there's going to be a, a lot of casualties. Instead of stopping doing what they are doing, because they know what they want on the ground. And uh, right now, most of the, of, the, of the countries are in danger because of this whole thing that... Let me give the professor an opportunity to respond. I mean, thank you so much, Mamvui. Thank you so much, Dr. Khirian. Um, I think this is directed to you more than for me just to make a fleeting comment. Your comment on that. I, I think I think the, the listener is absolutely right. <laughs> I think uh, we, we as scientists, uh, we, we try to explain a natural uh, phenomenon uh, with the understanding that we have as, you know, as, as, as a believer. I believe that God has given us knowledge to the point where he allows us to have that knowledge. And with all the knowledge we have as scientists, as geologists, we can explain. But still, we need to understand that he is in control of nature. Let's leave it there. Thank you so much for your thoughts and thanks to everybody. Um, we especially for participating in this previous conversation.